Hi, friend. My name is Amy Joy, and this is the Make Prayer Beautiful podcast. At Ken Fish's Fusion Conference, he gathered together a wide range of prophetic voices, and I appreciated the, I guess, intensity of getting to witness so many beautiful men and women of God who are being used by the Spirit in completely different ways. (laughs) And so I think it was fascinating for me to see that there were certain ones that I completely resonated with. Like, oh, you are my person. You are speaking my language. And then there were some where I was like, every time you speak, I cry. So I know that you are really being moved of the Lord. But maybe like interpersonally, we wouldn't be best friends. I don't know if that makes sense. I hope that's not a rude thing to say. And then there were some who I was like, we just aren't resonating at all. Like we are really on a different frequency. <laughs> and you know, what the beautiful thing is, that's, that's actually okay. And I appreciated one of the speakers said that, that they'd never met two prophets who were alike. And when you look at the pages of scripture, the prophets actually do a wide range of things. They're not alike one to another, really. And then the gift of saying, like, don't prophesy like the other prophets. Like, you actually have to be true to who you are. And so I just wanted to maybe give a brief overview of some of the different people and the the styles that they that they carried. And so Bobby Connor was one of the first speakers. He's 81 and he's like the fiery evangelist who's spoken five times a week for the last 54 years. And I'm like, oh my goodness, Lord, if I could have that much energy and that clear of thought while I'm 81, thank you. I would be very happy about that. And so he was, he had, it was completely all over the place where at one point he's telling, he's quoting the scripture and then he's telling a testimony about a time that Jesus showed up in power. And then he's telling about when he was in college and wrestled a bear and the bear won. And so truly I got to the end of it and I was like, that was the most uh, potpourri of a conversation or a, a talk that maybe I've ever experienced. And yet, as one of the other speakers said later, you guys should go back and re-listen to that numerous times because Bobby Connor was dropping diamonds for you, but they were, you know, they're kind of like hidden. (laughs) And uh, so that was one. Then James Gall, who's been a prophetic voice for 40 years, I think he was with Mike Bickle and the Kansas City Prophets and now lives in Nashville and is one of the fathers of the city. And he has written a bunch of books, like, I don't know, 50 books or something. And he tries to explain and put language to the prophetic, which even that task of trying to define things, I've been doing that a little bit in the realm of praying for the workplace for the last three years. And it's not easy when you don't have something with a vocabulary already. Trying to come up with the vocabulary is challenging you know so even for him like I wrote a book called The Feeler because I didn't see this anywhere else where somebody would talk about what it feels like to be 
and to be prophetic in that realm of feeling. So that was good to hear. And then there was the world's foremost or evangelical uh, professor on miracles. And, you know, I got to talk to him briefly. That was the only speaker I think that I got to talk to one-on-one. And he gave me one of his books about um, how he and his wife met, Impossible Love. And Dr. Craig Keener, at one point in that book, says, oh, I had 100,000 three-by-five cards that I had assembled and could sort through in order to do my research. And there's an element like, oh, Lord, I am not worthy. You know, <laughs> like, I don't have 100,000 equivalent note cards. That's incredible. The level of diligence that he was able to bring to the academic world. He also said in his book that he uh, would speak in tongues. <laughs> the first time he did, he was an atheist. And then he, two days later, he was like, Lord, my heart is just overwhelmed with love for you. I can't speak it enough in English. I need a different language. So he knew nothing about speaking in tongues. This was completely, I mean, he was an atheist two days before. And so the Lord blessed him with the gift of speaking in tongues. And as he started speaking in tongues, he was analyzing it linguistically. I've never heard of that. (laughs) Oh my word. So there's, there's clearly like a very high intellectual very soft-spoken, kind, like he just kind of oozed kindness. (laughs) And then Jack Deere, who was a Dallas Theological Seminary professor and then uh, was asked to move on when he became no longer cessationist. And he just kind of was like the father, the grandfather figure. And he would speak and tell these stories that were just magnificent. And then there's Kim Moss, who was like, I didn't even meet the Holy Spirit till I was in my 30s. And the way that I would prophesy was I would just get a scripture for somebody, but I didn't see anybody else doing that. And so I always kind of felt like, I don't really think I'm prophetic. I think I'm just kind of saying the scripture, but that also is prophetic. And then Stacy Campbell, who had been a Baptist and a firm cessationist until the Holy Spirit fell. And now when she goes into prophetic mode, her head shakes back and forth really rapidly, kind of uncontrollably. I don't think she can control it. And it's like, well, that is just not normal, right? Like most people don't walk around with their head shaking periodically when they're under the move of the Spirit. And so there's there's all of these things that kind of offend the mind, right? It's like, oh, that's just challenging. And then Putty Putnam, who's a PhD theoretical physicist, and he's like, okay, I just want to figure out how this works. And so everything that he said was very kind of logical. He was always on his time, like to the minute, and it was always very like beautifully laid out, very logically structured. You could follow it along and it's like, okay, there it is. It has this beautiful bow tie to it. And then Bob Hazlitt, who was like, I actually, I'm just going to tell you it or give you some instructions about how to prophesy. Like, here's some stories that I've seen. And then we get to see what the Lord is doing and then speak it forth. This is what we see in the creation story that God would say things and he would see things like this is part of what we do as well. And so he was also just practical with some stories sprinkled in. And then there was Emma Stark, who's <laughs> she probably has like the equivalent of a hipster mohawk. And so kind of like cool punk 
sort of feel. And for her, she's like, I take the people I'm training and we go to the witch festivals because they actually do recognize what's happening in the spirit. And so we know that if you go there, you can't just BS your way through it. Like you actually have to be tapped into the Holy Spirit in order to be able to have any kind of credence with the people who are currently on the wrong side. And so this is like how she does things. It's like super hard hitting and really intense. And so it's like, wow, Lord, there's this tremendous range from the super scattered nonlinear to the super analytical linear. And then you have people who are like, I'm just all over the place. Lord gives me prophetic utterances. Jeremy Nelson is talking about shape shifting in Africa. I mean, that's crazy stuff. He would kind of blow someone from 10 feet away and they would fall over in the spirit. Like, okay, this is, this is intense stuff that the different people were bringing, but such a beautiful kaleidoscope of colors and feelings and different perspectives. And so, Lord, (laughs) I am going to ask that you would give each one of us the specific cloak or the specific mantle that you want us to carry, that we would not be looking for what somebody else has. I think it's precious, Lord, to have examples of other people that we can observe what they do and kind of have a sense of even what's possible. But then, Lord, you ask each of us to come to you and figure out our own journey for ourselves. And so, yeah, Lord, thank you. I ask that you would continue to open our eyes, open our ears, open our hearts, that we would be um, really laid out before you. Thank you, Lord. We love you. Amen.